So let me paint a picture for you, a situation for you, and let me know how you would respond. So imagine you're walking down the street. A guy pops out of the bushes and he has a gun and says, hey, look, hand over your wallet and I won't shoot you. What would we do? Well, the vast majority of people, I assume, would hand over their wallet, right? I don't want to, we would choose life over our wallet. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Now, let's, let's ramp it up just a notch. What if the same man with the gun, he doesn't just ask for your wallet. He says, I want your TSP. I want your house. I want it all. I want it all. What would you do? Well, I can only speak for myself, right? But I assume most of us, when it, when it comes to life and death, we say, I want to live, right? Some of this money stuff I could replace. I could work longer, whatever. I want to live. Vast majority of the time, that is probably what people are going to pick. I can't speak for everyone, but certainly can speak for myself. That is the one I would pick. I want to live. I choose my life over my money. Now, let's make one switch. Let's switch over the situation. Instead of this man pointing and said, hey, I want your money in exchange for your life. What if he said, I want your life in exchange for some money? What if he switched it? I said, hey, what if I took 10 years of your life and I paid you half a million dollars? Would you take it? Would you take it? That is the question, and that's what we're going to talk about today. The exchanges we make with our life and our money and how it impacts our life and our money. And one thing I want to be super clear for you at the end of this is to know exactly what these trades actually are and know what trades you're actually already taking. Because most people would be surprised, but that latter situation where people said, hey, I, I want a piece of your life. Here's some money. We're all doing that to some degree, at least at one point. If you're retired, maybe not, but we're all working. We're all giving a piece of our life for money, right? We're exchanging a piece of our time, our energy, our life in exchange for getting paid to do what we do. Whether we're employed, self-employed, doesn't matter, right? We're changing, exchanging hours for money. So now that we've got that clear, today we're going to talk about, now if, if you're new here, my name is Dallin Haas, financial planner, serving to you guys as federal employees, helping you guys retire comfortable and confident, getting the max out of all your benefits. But today we're going to be talking about your money and the decisions you make with your money and how it impacts not just your retirement and your finances, but your life and the real trades that we are making every single day with our time. So long story short, like I said, we're all making that trade. We're all giving our time, our precious time and our life, at least a piece of it, in exchange for money. So one thing that we have to get crystal clear is how much are we actually getting paid for that time? Because at the beginning, we were so sure, so sure that our life was worth all the money in the world, right? But when we switch it and we just kind of put it in degrees, hey, I just want a piece of your life. I just want a piece of it. We're all willing to give a piece. And after all, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We all need some money, right? I'm just hoping this will clarify exactly the trade that we're all making for our time. So the first step in all of this is to know exactly how much you're getting paid for giving up a huge chunk of your life to be, let's say, a federal employee, right? How much are you getting paid? And then from there, you can decide how to allocate the rest of your time and money to make this the best deal for you as possible. So most people, when you ask them, hey, what's your annual salary? Most people, they say, oh yeah, it's this, boom. They know exactly, they know off the top of their head. However, 
the next harder question is, okay, what's your hourly rate? Like how much do you get paid per hour? Some people know that right off the top of their head. Some people are like, yeah, I'd have to check, right? And where do they go? Maybe leave an earnings statement. But today I'm not talking about the hourly rate on your leave and earn statement. That, that is a good place to start, but certainly not your actual hourly rate, okay? The hourly rate that we want to focus on today is your real hourly rate. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's say you work eight hours a day. That's how much you're clocked in, working, getting paid for. But how much time during the day does it actually take for you to be able to do your job? We're talking commute times, getting ready times, um, lunch time, whatever. Add all that stuff back in. Everything that has to do with you doing your job, what does that take? What does that take? Now, that's the time piece. How much extra time, right? Is there anything you do off the clock, right? For some people, that applies more than others, right? But sometimes it does. What about all the gas money? Maybe you're working from home, which is great. Maybe you're not, right? What about gas money? What about work clothes money? What about all the things? So basically, what you want to do is take what you're what you get paid per hour, let's say $50 an hour, right? And start taking out, oh, well, I actually work 10 hours a day between driving, blah, 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 and I only get paid for eight. So do the math, start working that out, right? What we're trying to get is to get you down to your actual hourly rate. Meaning, let's say on paper, you get paid $50 an hour, but after all the hours and time and money you put into doing your job, what's that number? Is it down to 35, right? It's, it's a smaller number regardless right? Now, we're not going to go into this super deep, but it goes down even further when we look at like how much taxes come out before you ever see money, social security taxes, Medicare taxes, income taxes, that all comes out first, right? We're not going to dive into that today, but long story short, just know it's a smaller number than what you actually on paper make per hour, right? So do some mental math for you, right? Start looking at your pay stubs. Hey, what's my hourly rate-ish? And kind of start doing some math. How much do I actually spend every day? What, how much do I get paid actually per hour of my time that I invest in my job, right? Get that number. And for this example, let's say it's $35. So you get down to $35 an hour. It's like, okay, perfect. Now that you know that, now that you know, hey, every hour I put in is worth $35 an hour. What does that mean? Where do we then go from there? And, and the question is, now we have to look at how we spend our money. Now we know how much our time at our job is worth now let's look at how do we allocate our money once we've earned it, right? Let's do a extreme example. Not, not extreme for some people, but extreme, right, for some people. Um, let's say a boat. Let's say you want to get a sweet wakeboarding boat, 100 grand. And, and sometimes there are a lot more, but let's say it's $100,000, right? Well, how many hours of your life at your actual, actual hourly rate would it take to get you to be able to afford and pay for Boat, right? And, and in cash. And if you're getting a loan, you got to put interest in, in there as well, right? You're paying extra to get a loan. So how, how long is it, right? At $35 an hour, I did the math before this, right? It's about 2,800 some hours. It's a lot of hours, right? Now, I'm not saying that's a bad trade. For some people who absolutely love, let's say, wakeboarding or boating, whatever, it may be an incredibly good trade, right? I'm not trying to, to, Bad, you know, talk badly about some financial decisions or buying nice things. No, those things are wonderful if that is worth it for you. My goal today is to show myself included, right? Just to take a step back and say, whoa, how much am I actually trading my life for? My every single hour, what am I getting for that? 
And when I spend this money, do I really think about it? And okay, how much time did it take me to earn this money? How many hours, how many days, how many years of my life am I giving up in exchange for this item or for this trip or whatever it is? I think it's a great mental process to go through just to re-examine, okay, where am I at here? And if you want to take a step further, how is this, let's say, big purchase going to affect when you can retire? How many years does it add to, let's say, your retirement plans, right? Sometimes it doesn't add any. Sometimes it does. If it's a big purchase, that takes away from other goals. I'm not saying, again, buying stuff is a bad deal. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying we have to evaluate, okay, we're all trading our life. For money, which at the beginning of this, we said we would give all the money in the world for our life, right? With that in mind, what are the trades that are worth it? Because my goal is not to, for you to die with $10 million in the bank, right? The goal is to enjoy your life so that at the end of it all, we can look back and like, wow, that was an incredible life. That was a life and money that was well spent, well spent. That we could look back like, wow, I did all the things I wanted to do. I spent my time and allocated in a way that matched my values and the things that I love to do and excited me. And, and yeah, there's going to be some stuff we don't want to do, right? Sometimes we have to work because we need money to do all the other things we need, right? We need to take care of our families. We need to take care of our spouses. Yes, that's a piece of this. But if we just became a little more aware, a little more thoughtful about how we allocate our time and our money and what that actually means, we'll all be better off. We'll all get to what we actually care about sooner, faster, and better. We'll be able to focus on those things first. And we don't have to wait till retirement to be happy. Right? We don't have to wait till retirement where we don't have to work anymore to actually do the things we want. No, we can allocate our time and money now in a way that matches what you actually care about. So I hope that's helpful. Now, a lot of the thoughts today were actually from a book called Your Money or Your Life. It's a great read if you want to read it. I was inspired when I read it. I'm like, oh, I want to do a video on this sort of topic. So check it out. It, it can change your life if you, if you let it. So have an incredible rest of your day. We'll see you guys on the next video.